0: It's the Bachelor Lifestyle Whoa, Can I see you for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose Ron Beck, the JC Stewart breaking down all the shows It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison You grind in a limo, sent home How embarrassing, the most dramatic ever And that's what we like Play your cards right, you might end up on Paradise Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Deep, so you can
1: sleep with your third or fourth girl week. A Welcome you back. You are love. listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle from TheBallerLifestyle.com dot com. Bachelor in Paradise has wrapped up. It's finished up. I'll take your thoughts. If you'd like to just share what you think, you can email us, mailbag at the We'd love to hear from people's we'd love to hear people's opinions. Uh I am joined now as always. By Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you, buddy?
2: We're doing well, man. Oh, whoa,
1: whoa, okay.
2: Hello, everybody. All right, right. hello. Yeah, all right. So here's what. um, This is what this podcast has to offer. It's our final uh, podcast of this uh, Bachelor in Paradise season. That's right. You know, before we go on hiatus until the the next Bachelor, the very white orange county zach
1: i'm terrified that steve is going to come on by the way we're joined by we're, we're lucky enough to be joined by our dear friend reality steve a little bit later in the program and i'm terrified that steve is going to come on and be like oh um the bachelor the bachelor starts next week
2: yeah no i, think I need we a got, break and we have to have at least 30 days here so um but yeah that's what i was getting to you'd really just kind of cut into my tease here but oh, um so not only is this the you know the finale, which generally is our best episode, because we get to sum up how despicable uh, this this you know show is, yes, and it never never ends well. Yeah, they're not they don't land it well. They're they're the they're the pilot from uh, Airplane, the movie. They, Ted, Ted Striker never never lands well. No. It it gets everybody on the ground, but. <sighs> not without people with their feelings hurt yes. and their reputations marred for life. Um, and so reality, Steve is going to join us because there is so much behind the scenes. Yes. shit. You know, you and I don't traffic and spoilers. We, we don't, don't do the social media stuff. So little did I know, or little did we know, like, I, I think I may have been the only viewer and maybe you or too, that if you stay disciplined, I did. That went into this final episode, not knowing of all the chaos that happened in yes. Italy yes. and with everything else. So we'll we'll dive into that with Steve. We'll get a timeline, and I need to see if uh, Nick Vile oh, no. has entered his space a little bit. No. Nick Vile, I heard, had broke a couple of these these news items that Shh. you typically see see reality Steve tied to. So,
1: oh, interesting. Well, then, then Nick Vile is going to get cut off from the. I mean, he's. He suckles at the teat of of Bachelor production. Yeah. So if, yeah. it, if he if he had those stories, that's because ba- the Bachelor leaked them. That's that's my only guess. I, I have one question for you, Jason. Yeah. Are you in a relationship with Greg Grippo? Ha.
2: <laughs> I had I had just totally forgotten about that guy until he. It's amazing I, that we've done so many seasons yes. and have seen so many contestants, and then. Just by name, I didn't know him at all. I don't I to, know. I still don't know who he is. And then I'm like, oh, that guy. Who is he? Okay. Well, I mean, he was a pretty boy from one of the seasons. I think he went pretty far. I don't know. Whose season? Um, maybe Kate. Uh, the yeah, the sex sounds, positive he, one. I think he was like the big badge from Kate season. Oh, yeah. Total can't completely narrow that down. But we'll ask Steve. Uh, lots of behind the scenes shit here, but we're gonna focus for the first. Uh, for the first little uh, segment here, we're going to focus on the recap of the finale, which okay, uh, lots of despicable shit happened. In this Absolutely. So anyways, um, the final four hours, uh, the first two being on tape, in other words, uh, filmed at the beach. And then That's the right. last two were back at a soundstage in Los Angeles, That's right. uh, the, the live watch. So, uh, to finish up business on the beach, the final rose ceremony of the season, nine women, eight men. The men have the control. They have the roses. You know, we have all the drama that we laid out last week on our uh, previous podcast about who's hooking up with who, who is shit-talking who. Yep. But Mara, uh, Mara is the one Maranara. person that hasn't made a connection. She's the saucy Latina um, who claims to be in her early thirties yeah. and is definitely in her early
1: forties, 41,
2: but looks great. And, uh, but she didn't make a connection. She did not lower herself like Shanae and uh, Flo. She didn't lower herself to uh, the, hook twins. Up with the, twins. the so twins. It wasn't for, it wasn't for a failed. She did try, but she didn't ultimately land that. So yeah. she, she didn't get to a point where she was going to go through the rose ceremony and not get picked. So she, at the rose ceremony, just bows out, um, fake hugs from women and crying, even though she's been there, like, you know, less than a day. Uh, so Mara's out. So Jesse comes on camera and he says, eight guys, eight women do the math, right? Eight roses, eight women. Yep." But he he does tell the women they don't have to accept a rose. Right. So it's very important for the show and Jesse to establish that It's
1: interesting cuz a- everyone knows that. Everyone knows you don't have to accept the rose and then it's almost like it's almost like there's foreshadowing there that hey, m- m- maybe somebody's not going to accept a rose here. Yeah. It's al- it's I almost like-, like they're telling the audience that they don't have to accept the rose, not the contestants who are well aware that they do not have to accept a rose. Correct.
2: Um so just to do the quick uh, givens, uh, the old guy with the dead ex-wife Michael or yeah. dead dead wife,
1: yeah, uh, Michael. A. Michael
2: gives a rose yeah. to Daniel or Danielle. Danielle. Yeah. Uh, yep. Brandon and Serene are, are very in love and boring, so, uh, so boring. they got each other a rose. Johnny gives his rose to Victoria, and this this begins the. Um, you know this begins the the biggest drama of the finale of, yep. of bachelor of paradise johnny and victoria yep. but this was the the old innocent days when they still were very much in love that's right tyler uh little pretty tyler gives a rose to Brittany, and
1: so, he's so forgettable both of those people so forgettable i'm like they're here still with her. yeah
2: yeah um do aaron uh yeah was gaslighting up until the very end. Yep. He he, was, he treated uh, Genevieve like shit up until the time when he gives her a rose. Yep. So he's been fucking with her feelings the entire time. Yep. Um, and then one of the twins gives the rose to Flo, the other one to Shanae. Yep. I don't know or care their names. No. Um, so the last rose, and this is what the drama is, is that Kate, who has just been Shit talking, Logan, for the last few yep. episodes. I, I maybe I made up the phrase, but I said that she was poor shaming him, which she yeah. just pointed out that the guy drove a Honda, he can't afford a gym membership, yep. he he uh, walks dogs. You know, it, yeah. she kept pointing this out to other cast members, and I'm like, what a bitch. Yeah, it's, um, it's horrible. Come to find out in the aftermath, and we'll get into this with Rowdy Steve. What she was doing has a term. It's called classism
1: yeah classism
2: i was i was unaware of the term uh, but i think she got a lot of shit on social media because she had to apologize
1: she's i'm just happy that she has once again proven my thin upper lip theory she has a very almost non-existent thin upper lip if you've ever seen the television show mash she looks like frank burns in the lips she has the thinnest upper lip ever and um, she's a horrible horrible person as i as i point out that is often the case with people with a very thin upper lip.
2: Yep, you know your theory is yeah. proven out. Um so of course every woman up to now has accepted a rose graciously. You know, they could spend another day or two in paradise and get yep. free food and drinks yep. and be famous, but Kate has to fucking make a dramatic ending here. Yep. Not only does she when he offers the rose and tells, basically, you know, tells her his feelings, she she leaves him there holding the rose and then she then belittles him. Yeah. Um, yeah. She says, you know, you told me that I I seemed to talk down to you. Which and she does. I, which she definitely does. And to be honest, I think you're doing all that. You're, you're projecting that onto me, like this total gaslighting. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she says, I can't accept your Rose. She brutalizes him again. She leaves him at the, at the Rose, uh, whatever you call that, uh, platform Ceremony. and, yeah. and she goes out with a bang. Now she does have a pretty good walk-off moment. I don't know if anyone has ever said this, but, in the van
1: leaving, oh, yeah. she yeah.
2: says, "Please bring me a God. Please bring me a grown ass man with a big dick and an even bigger bank account." Yep, yep. Could not, could not have like looked worse. Yeah. Um, in her apologies, since then, she acknowledges that when she washes it back, she's embarrassed, but she never quite says, "I didn't mean it." She didn't. Never quite says. That she was, she got a bad edit. She
1: yeah. she just says it I feel bad for well, watching me. On the finale, she does kind of, she does kind of allude that she was a victim of editing. And she's like, I, you know, it's, that's just the kind of stuff I say with my friends. I didn't realize <laughs> that, it, you know, there were cameras there. And uh, yeah. uh, Logan like rolls his eyes. He's like, there's cameras everywhere. There's not, you're never not on camera. Like you knew what you were doing.
2: I'm so glad he stuck up for himself, by the way. And, you know, he, he, he looked great. He could have he could have gone harder on her, but I think he played it perfectly. I mean, yeah. the amount of dripping wet uh, options that he yes. has coming off of yes. this finale, even though you know we've been ripping on Logan, he's not very bright. He seems yeah. like a decent dude, yep. but he's not very bright. Yep. That you know to kind of fi- finish this loop to uh, the Kate Logan loop. The next day on the soundstage, Kate is like given uh, the the forum to to address what she did to him on the show. She kind of apologizes. She did say that I met those words were never intended to get back to you, which everybody in the audience was like, you have microphones on you and cameras are on you and whatever you say could be put in the show. She has to know that. So, and Logan called her on that. And then Logan, Logan basically, I mean, he, he, he nailed it. He nailed the land and he's like, look, when I wanted to be an actor, uh, he basically did what a lot of people in this town do and are still doing. He yeah. did just about everything he could to scrape by. And he says he even lived in his car for a little bit. Yep. He walked dogs. It was a Honda. Yep. And she chose to pick out those details during a tough time in his life financially and use it against him on the show. But I guess since then, he's just been kind of a regular guy making money. Like it's not like he's that way now. He's
1: yeah. He said, I did did what I had to do for a year. I came to California. I taught scuba. I walked dogs. I did what I have to do for a year, had to do for a year. And now I make a living with my camera. And that's like, that's so he followed a dream and, and people like Kate, who are all about comfort and the more surface level (laughs) things don't re don't understand what it means for somebody to uh, have a dream in their heart and go out and chase that dream and achieve that dream. And to her, he looks unsuccessful, but to anybody that's ever had a dream, he, this, that is the dream. He's, he's making a living doing what he loves. And that's, that's great for him.
2: Exactly, and it, she looked so bad in this moment, and she thought that that flimsy apology explanation thing was going to work. Like yeah. she underestimated yeah. his ability to to process what she said and to, then to turn it against her. And uh, so Logan wins in the end. He totally. looks horrible. I saw her uh, post on Instagram. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. You know, looking back on the series, I really you know. I should not have uh, said those things. I used classism. Yeah. And I'm glad that she's been made to uh, feel the pain a little bit because she, she was horrible.
1: Yeah. She looks, she looks like a clown and what what's, what's more stinging. What's more biting is that is she showed us who she was. She showed us her ass to yeah. borrow a term. Like you, she's apologizing. She's backpedaling, but everybody that saw that, knows hey that's she shouldn't apologize because that's who she is she is a classist your bank account is the most important thing to her following a dream is something she would never understand and if you and you if you go to if you don't go to equinox you don't rate with her and that's fine that's there's a place for people like that in the world and she's trying to pretend like she's not one of those people but we all know she is it was incredible
2: The it was a great moment um, I'm glad Logan got his, uh, his revenge in the end and she's paying the price uh, publicly. Um, other kind of things of note here. Um, uh, Shanae breaks up with her twin after accepting as Rose and she does this weird thing. Shanae has been on a roller coaster, but Shanae, at, instead of just saying, look, you're too young and this was really fun and I'm going to move on with my wife. She just starts degrading the kid. Like, She's like, yeah, I can't, I just can't date somebody who likes doing TikTok all the time, and and you still live with your parents, and yeah, and like this poor kid was just like fucking. He first of all, he likes her, so he was he was sad. Sure, and then she just kept rubbing it in, and then yeah. she says again off, on on camera, she's like, I mean, he does TikTok a lot, like, yeah. So basically, just pointing out how immature he was, and, which obviously, and
1: also also kind of fucked. Like it's y- you don't have to have a reason. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to point out a flaw in somebody else to not want to date them. You can just be like, Hey, it's not the right time. This was really fun, but I I don't see it really going anywhere after this. I I wish you the best. You're a great guy. I'm sure you'll have a lot of women later. You don't have to say, Oh, here's, here's what's wrong with you. Like, how does that make you feel better?
2: It's the height of like, uh, uh, immaturity emotionally in that in that moment, you can't just just say something that might make you kind of look like you're the one that's letting somebody down. You have to make it sound like they're the problem, and that was that was, that was just shitty. Um, yeah. Michael A, who's been the narrator the entire show, yeah. uh, does lay out the obvious at some point because Jesse basically shut it down. And he's like, look. That's where uh, In Paradise is over. Now, you guys need to decide what you want to do. You need to have conversations and then come back to us. There's a fantasy suite option if you want it or something. Uh, Michael Lay lays it out. He says um, people have to decide whether they want to get engaged, whether they want to leave Paradise and continue a relationship, or end Paradise here. So he basically lays out, every possible option in the history of man. Right. Exactly. Those three yes. things are available yeah. Yeah. to all of us. Yeah. And he felt the need to state it out loud. Totally. Um And by the way, Michael A. and Danielle, Michael A. Says to Danielle, look, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect to fall or be falling in love with a woman. And I want to leave this island. I don't necessarily want to be engaged, but yeah. I want to leave here and, and try it, try something afterwards yep. with you. And he says, that's a win. So um,
1: after shitting on Sierra. I, I was going to say, he he was never called to account for what he did to Sierra because he he basically told her, I'm not ready for a relationship. She left and he stayed there. He stayed geez. there and looked for a relationship.
2: So on the soundstage, Jesse gave him the chance to address Sierra.
1: Oh, I, I may My, have fast forwarded that.
2: Yeah. Well, Michael said you know, it. I wasn't able to return the love for you that you had for me, which is, okay, yeah, that's yeah. that's a good thing to say. But like, he still didn't quite get to the round of the point where he said, I told you that I'm not ready to be with someone right now. Yep. He said that to her and then she left and he stayed yep. and then he met somebody and now yep. he's leaving with somebody. She, Sierra says, quote, I have a lot going through my mind right now. In other words, I could say a lot right yep. now. But you're on the couch with the person you're in love with. Like she would have. Yeah. She just didn't want to damper that. And she basically said, I just want you to be happy. She, 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 she acknowledged there's a lot she could say.
1: She's very classy and yeah. very attractive. And I imagine her dance card or DM <laughs> uh, box is very full at this moment. She'll be just fine. Yeah.
2: You'll be surprised to know that uh, our douchey Aaron and Genevieve didn't work out. Uh, what a shock. Yeah, the um Aaron tells her in 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 the typical douchey Aaron way, um look, at the at any even scent of discontent, you were grabbing your bags and leaving. I need somebody who's always going to tough it out. Gaslighter. He basically he puts it all on her. He, yeah, he makes and, it
1: seem and, like she just chose to grab her bags and leave. She yeah. she attempted to leave, to flee. When he was berating her several times, and and
2: to the end, like to the end, he was gaslighting her by basically putting it all on her. And then when she says, "So you're putting it all on me," yeah. he's like, "No, not at all. Yeah, not at yeah all. I'm exactly. Not it yeah, like, no, you just did. You that, you just did that very thing." So, um, Aaron is back to being a single guy. Maybe yeah. uh, Steve's got a react.
1: But then he show he shows up and he does what a lot of monsters like Aaron do. He shows up at the uh, finale and is like, yeah. "I could have done better. I could have been better." And this is what the this is what abusers do. They abuse yeah. you and then they go, I, w- "I won't do it again." It's just it was just that one time. I know now. I I won't do it. And that's this is a cycle, and he's going to continue this cycle with some chick in San Diego. I'm sure.
2: That's what's frustrating to me is yeah. this guy to the very end on Paradise was sticking to his guns about what happened in that relationship. And he never gave her the sense that, that he had anything to do with it. And then they get on the soundstage weeks, if not months later, he's like, yeah, I probably didn't handle that very well. I'm a changed guy. Yeah. That's bullshit. And he,
1: and he never, Um, he never answered for those uh, blonde highlights that he had the whole time. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Jason, we are, we are, our guest is here audience we are joined by our dear friend the the internet's most versed knowledgeable tuned in bachelor expert of course i'm talking about the great reality steve realitysteve.com. reality how are you my friend
2: boys what's up what's up buddy hello steve hello how's it going now, um what it, give me i, I always want, want to kind of um uh Check the temperature in your world, because I'm sure you've already uh, you've already dived into Bachelor contestants and you're 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 in that. But like this week or the last couple of weeks with Bachelor in Paradise on a level of a scale of one to 10, like with 10 being like most intense work and gossip and. And and all that stuff. I um, do like I season, do like when people
1: define one to ten. And sorry to interrupt you, that, but I do like when people are like on a scale of one to ten, ten being <laughs> the most, the highest number, actually being yeah. the most of the thing that I'm asking you about. I like it when people do that. Sorry, Jason.
3: Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I really, I really think Miyagi Do was at a disadvantage. <laughs> 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 I, and I know I told that joke when we started last time, and I'm going to keep telling it until we do a karate, a Cobra Kai. We're doing it.
1: it we're doing um, it. I,
2: I couldn't, by the way, I couldn't watch. I, I got three or four episodes in, and once they got back from Mexico in this last season, I'm like, this has. Oh, even you've jump, tapped out. Th- this jumped the shark. It's, yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, it's, oh, it's, so no. it's the highest no.
1: rated show on Netflix every time a season comes on, but the only yeah. person that watches it is Reality Steve. <laughs> That's why it sounds great. He's watched it a thousand times. Yeah, he has ten million computers at his house in the Dallas-Fort Worth area.
3: Stu season five is the best season. I thought what? it was. Oh yeah. shit!
1: Yeah, yeah, That's
3: yeah. the best one.
1: Are we up to five? Because oh, I, I think I've only yeah. se- we've determined that I've only seen two. Yeah. So I I'd have to be catch be three more seasons.
3: Three.
1: Yeah, it might might be three. I might have seen three. I think I have seen yeah, three I mean, actually.
3: I honestly, I honestly thought five was the best one. Oh my god! I really oh my did.
2: god. Oh my. Unless well, it gets, unless it gets exceptionally better when they get back from Mexico. Um, oh,
3: oh yeah, the Mexico, oh, the Mexico thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. No, once you once you get through that, trust me, it gets better. But
1: Steve um, Steve loves yeah. Terry Silver and Karate's Bad Boy Mike Barnes, so that makes yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Why yeah. you know, once they but get and, introduced, and
3: it, and it, I mean, they have a lot to do. I mean, not to spoil anything, but. Um, I really enjoy Silver's role in in, in four and five and um, I just thought and, and then towards the end I, you, you just gotta you gotta watch five, Stu, and tell me what you think. You gotta finish it out. Don't worry about the Mexico storyline, it's stupid. That that okay. one I agree with you there. Not I'll, I'll give not it not very productive. Yeah. It just doesn't go anywhere really we'll, for me.
1: We'll jump back in because we owe we owe Steve a yeah. podcast.
3: Okay,
2: so so, so so compared to all the seasons, how how was this for you work wise?
3: Well, what I can say is this about Paradise was, you know, this filmed in June and we don't get a finale until the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So we had a five month gap, which is the longest this show has ever had, especially when it comes to Paradise. So, so much happened off air and so much had happened in those five months that I could not get into these episodes because the biggest stuff was all happening off screen, which I was reporting in in real time. So yeah, it's just like everything that Genevieve and Aaron were saying to each other, I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. And everything that Victoria was saying to Johnny about she could never see him not in her life and the, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Dude. Yeah, whatever. You're banging somebody else already. Like yeah. it just, it, it was like, whatever. There was so much, but it was, it was some really good stuff. So um, I don't remember this much off-screen action happening from the time Paradise ended filming to the time it ended airing which is usually mid-september it's usually yeah. maybe a maybe three months from the time it ends filming to the time it ends airing and this time it was a good almost five and it's just it's too much
1: crazy crazy Steve I, I have one question yeah are you in a relationship with Greg Grippo?
3: It's like it's like Jesse I mean I look I get that Jesse is pandering to the non-spoiled crowd yes. but geez, it was yes. it was like and running it in the preview for that episode yeah. it was yes. just like if you didn't if you hadn't heard that by then yeah. it's just like you know what are we what are we doing
1: here it's um, it's funny too because they treat these cuz this it's such an insular world that yeah. they, that he'll drop Greg Grippo like everybody's just going to go, oh yeah, that Greg Grippo, right. It's like n- none of us, the casual, I mean, I do a podcast about it and I don't know who the fuck Greg Grippo is.
3: Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's a good point because even if you had heard nothing about Victoria and Greg taking a romantic excursion to Italy on a first date, yeah. um, I just throwing the name out, Greg Grippo, the diehards, Absolutely right. know who it is, but the casual fan, yeah. he hasn't been on since Katie's season. Since Katie's season, we I have remember. had
0: yeah. we I
3: have remember. had uh we have had Michelle Young's season, we have had Clayton's season, we have had Gabby and Rachel's season. Like he hasn't been on in four seasons. So
2: Yeah. I think that they're I th- you you point out you point out the very um I don't know, crossroads or uh, intersection. What what am I getting yeah, at? Yeah. The fork, fork in the road. The fork yeah. in the road. Oh, okay. Uh, the fork in the road of our world and yours. So yeah. I just got I got done admitting early on in this podcast that I am the non spoiled audience. I literally found out about all of this on the night of the finale. As hard <laughs> as that may may be in your world. Same. But I, I, honestly just experienced it all, and then finally googled it afterwards. So I think a lot of our audience are non spoiled. In fact, a lot of our audience yeah. don't even watch the show; I they agree. just listen to us make fun of the show. So let's right. let's kind of let's let's attempt to back it all up and put it in complete layman's terms. You have Victoria and Johnny uh, were essentially uh, together from the time they met on Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, Johnny uh infamously from Gabby's you know season not the engagement type but became the engagement type fell for Victoria admittedly the hottest chick on the beach all season yeah and he got down on a knee and he engaged to her and not not because I never got the point when I was watching that Johnny was kind of living in in Wawa La La land, she had to convince yeah. him. Like she, she gave him several reassurances that if you commit to yep. me, we're in this for the long haul. He, so
1: he has extremely I, low self-esteem. We learned.
2: Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. Very we sad. All, yeah. We learned about all that shit. And I know he's dealing with a lot of stuff right now, but so this is kind of, so this is where your world collides with the show. The Jesse and the show had all of this quote unquote online rumor to address but how could they address it and get the non-spoiled crowd up to speed and they always do it in a clumsy way so th- so that's where we ended and where you kind of pick up when were you privy to this whole thing what happened with victoria once she got off a of bachelor of paradise and also three-part question <laughs> i heard nick vile was uh part of the spoiling process he had like text messages or something like has Nick file entered your world of uh, getting the dirt on the show is, is he competition now
1: before you answer, Steve, I'd like to point out that we try to do a tight 45 minute show. And Jason Stewart's question ran 43 of the 45 minutes
3: <laughs> there. There's a lot there and I can answer all of it. It's just going to, it's, it's very, it's going to take a while. I think Bullet one points. of the biggest things that people seem to forget when it comes to Johnny Is that Gabby and Rachel's season? Obviously, um, you know, filmed March through May of this year. Yeah. yeah. He goes down to paradise and films paradise. Johnny hadn't even been on our TV screens yet, and he had already completed two shows.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. Gabby and
4: Rachel. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So, doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too?
3: Rachel did not start airing until July 11th. So Johnny had already been through everything with Gabby.
1: Really good point. Went through the
3: whole hometown date. I'm not ready to get engaged. Goes down to Paradise, leaves Paradise, an engaged man. And yet the first time we see Johnny on camera is night one of Gabby and Rachel season. So he did say that. I thought that was very interesting that he brought that up. He actually brought it up in podcast. He didn't talk about it on the show Tuesday tonight. But when he's done, he's done two podcasts since the finale. And he basically said that was kind of our first fight. And that's what Victoria had a really hard time with was we're engaged. And yet she has to watch me on Gabby and Rachel season,
1: you know, complimenting
3: Gabby and talking about how Gabby is the one for me. And I'm just like, okay, I kind of get it because that would be like being on the bachelor and being the final couple and watching the season back and having your fiance you know, form these other connections that you, you're you now seeing play out on TV, even though you were there in the moment with the other girls. Yep. You're now watching him make out. It's just obviously different. But I don't know. I don't I don't really get with Victoria on that because it's like, but, okay, yes, I get it. You're hearing him compliment Gabby and talk about Gabby and talk about a possible future with Gabby, but you're the one with your, you know, it's, you know he didn't end up with her, and you're the one with the ring on your finger, and yep. you're the one with him. Why are you giving him shit for this? Yep. Like it seemed like a guy that we know is obviously insecure and is low self esteem, and this and this girl browbeating him over stuff that he said on on camera back in March and April. Like it's just I, I see. I think that's a little was a little harsh of her. So there's that aspect. Yeah, they leave together engaged. Um, as he said on the finale, they went to counseling because I guess, according to Victoria, you know, kind of like it is for most of these people, you've got what happens when you're in this bubble being filmed for a show, and then you get out in the real world and you're just like, Whoa, what happened to that whole spark that was there when we spent every day together at the beach, and now you're living in Florida and I'm in Nashville. So apparently it just wasn't – the spark wasn't there anymore, so they went to counseling, and Johnny says that – look, I'm confused on their timeline because the things they said – the things they said in the finale, I'm confused on, but from what I've been able to gather, they left the beach end of June engaged. For the month of July, it looked like they went to counseling, and at the end of July – it looks like Victoria ended the engagement, but didn't end the relationship. Like, she's just like, mm-hmm. I. I so that must've made it difficult. Cause you're in this weird stage of this f- relationship where it's like, well, we were engaged. So now we're just going to go, we're going to take a step backwards and just date. Like, but apparently that's what it was. And then during this time, which was the mm-hmm. end of August, I don't know the exact date, but it's clearly online out there. Nick Viles, girlfriend, Natalie, Um, had a birthday party at the end of August, and that's what Johnny was talking to Victoria about, saying, and Victoria mentioned that, yeah, Greg and I knew each other pre-show, but we reconnected at a party in August, and that was where Johnny said on a podcast, after that weekend, Victoria became very distant. I actually had a trip to Nashville after that, I hung out with her that weekend and I just knew something is off yeah. and it happened right after she went to a party where Greg was at Natalie's
1: party. Well, she's, so, she's playing it fast and loose with the semantics though. Cause she's like, he's like, yeah. we were still engaged. And she said, I told you I wasn't ready to be engaged. She doesn't say I ended our engagement.
3: Yeah. Never. It's very yeah. flimsy. I'm, I'm, yeah. just, I'm confused on their timeline yep. and I wish, um, I mean I, I don't know if we're ever gonna get it. Victoria and Greg are going on Nick's podcast next week, so she's gonna tell her one side of the story. but um, you know I, I, the thing with this, the thing with this relationship is that you know Victoria's reputation precedes her and yes, exactly Frog I don't know what to believe. I can't prove that cheating didn't happen. I can't prove he called her a fucking cunt in their relationship. I can't prove that um, he, you know, the cooking and cleaning and what good are you as a woman? If you don't cook and clean, I can't prove that that conversation happened. Um, But neither can anyone else. And everyone seems to be taking it. If you're on Victoria's side, you're taking it as fact. Well, if he calls you a fucking cunt, you had every right to end Mm -hmm. end their engagement and end a relationship and go off to Italy with Greg. I'm just like, okay, but we're, we're just taking her word for it. Totally. you know, I don't know if it happened. Maybe he did. I'm not saying he didn't, but I can't sit here and say with 100% confidence also that he did.
1: it and it, it definitely felt like she was she was taking a couple of out of con- and I'm not I would never of course say that it's okay to speak to a woman that way, but she she also said, "Yeah, and he said that what good am I if I don't cook and clean and clean?" And he's like well, that was an, uh, that was an obvious joke. He's like, I didn't, I don't talk like that. Everyone knows I don't talk like that. I was kidding. And yeah. so it's, if she's going to, if she's going to bullshit with that item, you know, you can't really trust anything. She says, I'd say,
3: well, the, I the, think- other, the other thing was on the podcast, that he did this week after the finale aired, he went into detail because they asked him straight up. He was on Ben and Ashley's podcast. And he said, yeah, he goes, it was a total joke. He goes, Victoria actually called me one day or, you know, we're talking back and forth because we're long distance. And she's like, you know, I don't cook and clean. So is that, are you cool with that? And he's like, yeah, it's 2022. He goes, I like to cook and clean. So I'll be the one that handles that in the relationship. And then Mm -hmm. they asked him like, well, then why is she saying it the way she did He's like, I don't know. She seemed to be grasping at straws and she really wanted to throw me under the bus to make herself look good. He goes, but that conversation was a total joke. And then he obviously denied ever calling her, you know, an effing cunt. And uh, I I just it's very hard to believe. Now, the other thing is that wasn't shown on the reunion show was he threw allegations at her after she threw that at him. He went low and he said two particular things just like she said two things for whatever reason it wasn't shown on the reunion show uh and what he told her was he he told the audience that she threw a wine glass at him and she went and then she once told him i'm out of your league now what's more easy to believe yeah. that she did that or her accusations against him personally personally I think it's very easy to believe that she might have chucked a one totally. glass at him and said she's out of his league because you know what she is out of his league.
1: I totally, I mean I, I Johnny. Are. Johnny seems pretty gentlemanly and maybe maybe I'm um, maybe I'm um, he's fooled me but even when he wa- he was bringing up the Greg Grippo thing he was he was euphemizing it in a way so as not to embarrass her he, he's like you know things happened and you know these rumors were out there and he's like and that's you know that's what gave me concern and then she had to push him to say it you know, he it wasn't like the the old Nick Vile. If you loved me, if you didn't love me, why didn't you? Ma- why did you make love to me? He was trying to bring it up in a way that didn't embarrass her. And I think that sort of speaks to his character as much as anything.
2: Yeah. And you talk about, I mean, at, what, what you said, it's very important what you said uh, at first that her repu- reputation precedes her and that, you know, for listeners that don't know when she was on her bachelor season. There was a whole, there was a whole other story about her, uh, what cheating on somebody with somebody, and then the whole country singer thing, yeah. and then then the what, the what is she a what did you call her Brian a frog hog or she she likes her Navy Seals and so she <laughs> has this reputation and knowing that reputation and watching the way she handled uh, that uh, at, on the soundstage Tuesday she really, she really showed her colors when she said to Jesse, we don't care what other people think I've got my dude. And then she gives that little fucking smirk and laugh. And they just start laughing after, after this whole like very intense thing where somebody's uh, heart was broken, they just start laughing like little fucking children. And I'm like, I think that kind of shows her color. So like, If we're going to pick sides here, I guess we have to. And if most of the world is picking her side, I I think that I think not only with her reputation and what we know of her coming in, her story doesn't quite add up. And just watching the way that she handled that publicly on Tuesday, I side with uh, Johnny completely.
1: Same. 100 percent.
3: I think I think one of the biggest things for me is that, you know, the accusations is just like, look, I, I don't know who's telling the truth. Uh, Johnny's seems to be more believable, his accusations against her versus her accusations against him. But my whole thing was I'd like to deal in facts here. And what we know for actual facts that absolutely 100 percent happened is something that she admitted and Johnny admitted on Tuesday night that she did have a pre-show relationship or, you know, she knew Greg. They had spoken pre-show and that she was texting him post-show while an an engaged woman, but it never crossed any line. It was strictly platonic. Well, in my eyes, the only way that she can prove that, once again, to be true, is to whip out her phone and show America every single text message her and Greg Rippo sent to each other while she was an engaged woman. My guess is at some point in that text message – She says something flirty. He says something flirty, or maybe it even does cross a line. It's just not believable to think that nothing was ever set up at all. She never had Greg anywhere in her brain about possibly starting a relationship with this guy while she was with Johnny. But then once it ended with Johnny, it was like, oh, Greg, maybe I should see him. I I just, it's not believable. I'm sorry. I don't buy
1: it. Yeah, I agree.
2: I'm with you on this. Now, um, so the the whole victoria um johnny thing just kind of took all the um i mean it was it's by far the most interesting thing but it did take yeah. a lot of the oxygen out of the room now anything else from this season that was uh, semi scandalous with with any of the other couples anything that reached anything to that level
3: i'm trying to think of uh some of the other couple, Michael Danielle, were boring. Um, oh, horrible. Serene and Brandon. Boring. You know, I mean, they were boring. There's um, no,
1: there's no way Brandon keeps that though, right? Like once she gets out in the real world, like he's <laughs> he's so fey. Like I just don't. I, he just doesn't seem like enough. But I could be wrong.
2: I love it that I love it that Jesse. It must have been his idea because he was selling it pretty good. That whole thing where he got ordained and it was just like, let's get married right here. That was so self-serving, I thought. And I thought it was shameful. I'm so glad that they didn't accept it. Like I thought that there might be a chance they would accept it just because they're on the show and they probably felt obligated. But the fact that they're like, uh, no, we actually want to get married in a church in front of family and friends. Thanks, though.
1: I I wanted him to go through with it only so that we could have a second Marcus and Lacey moment where a couple (laughs) gets married on Bachelor in Paradise and then literally never sees each other again.
3: Um, I guess I guess the biggest scandalous thing would be. And the problem was I didn't find out until it was like four or five days after they had filmed the reunion. And I think this would have been gold. If I had posted, if I had found out, I mean, I, shit, I would have posted it before because I knew that it filmed on November fourth, but I didn't find out until like the 9th or eighth. So, um, what was it? Uh, I had I had posted that Aaron, uh, pre- someone had come to me and, and said, "Hey Steve, uh, Aaron is currently, you know, seeing somebody back in San Diego," and I'm like, "Oh, okay," and then they said, "But." I've looked on his highlights on Instagram and her highlights and it looks like, and they showed me a picture from right after he got back from filming. It was a group picture with this girl uh, a year ago yeah. uh, or back in January. They were in Tulum together and I'm like, okay, so it seems like he had a girl that he probably just said, Hey, I'm going to go on paradise. You know, I'll be back or, you know, whatever, but it didn't have enough proof. Well, four days after they filmed the reunion show, Someone comes to me and said, Steve, I saw your story on the girl that you posted who is currently seeing Aaron. Just to let you know, I was seeing Aaron as well (laughs) all of 2022 up to about two weeks before he left for filming. And while he was away for filming, I got in contact with that girl that you posted because I thought there might be some overlap. And her (laughs) and I And her and I spoke, and we realized he was playing both of us. He was telling me when I asked about her, oh no, she's just a friend. And she's like, Yeah. And then when she's talked to the other girl, the other girl's like, Yeah, "Yeah, that's what he told me about you. That there was it was strictly platonic, and you guys were and she's like, I'm sorry. So what that girl did was send me the Instagram messages that these two women were having back and forth with each other while Aaron was away filming in June twenty third. And it was a conversation of two girls realizing they had just been played by Aaron while he's out filming bachelor in paradise. Now, like I said, they had already filmed the reunion, but I was able to post um, that conversation um, when I found it. And the girl said, yeah, no, you can post this to show everybody what an asshole he is. And, And so if that could have gotten out before, the uh, reunion taping, then Genevieve would have had even more reason to be like, yeah, no wonder you kept wanting to take me back and then get in a fight with me the next day. You had no intent. He had no intention of ever leaving that island beach with a girlfriend and a, or a fiance or anybody. It was just, let me just use Genevieve to get roses and stay as long as I can, because he clearly was playing two women right up to the time that he left. And he went back to one of them uh, when he was done. But yeah, if Genevieve would have had that at her, at her disposal because she commented on it after I posted it. She absolutely would have used that against him on stage, but she didn't know at that time, so it was just the conversation that we saw. The
2: guy—he's an obvious Monster. sociopathic yep. narcissist yep. gaslighter, yep. and totally. um, he did Genevieve wrong this entire time. And but I will—I will give him this. I think he added a new—a um, new word to the bachelor vernacular. Um Nectar. He, I think he's he's the first one that no, he's the first one that come that came up with the term jungle path. Oh. You know, <laughs> you, you, take, you take your you take your suitcase and you get on the jungle path. <laughs> I had to I had to meet her on the jungle but like what jungle path? What the fuck is? It? What are you talking about, dude? Um, so the the whole Kate thing, um, I did it play out basically on camera the way. I mean, she she comes off awful. She got not only did she get a. She didn't really get a bad edit. They just exposed her for what she really is, and her apology was clumsy on the air. I love that Logan never conceded. I like that he 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 uh, pushed back, and he I think he came off of that soundstage looking really good the other night. I saw the uh, apology on her Instagram. I think in the last couple of days about being a classist. Um, anything else to that story, or to that that, or to that all the despicable shit just kind of come out on air about that.
3: No, I think that was pretty much uh, what aired. I just think Kate, she did herself a disservice on Tuesday's reunion finale where she's like, hey, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She didn't, she didn't take back the words that she said. She's just, just upset it got aired. and <laughs> She's just like, yeah. I, was just, I was just telling my girlfriends this. Yeah, I wasn't expecting you to hear that. I was yeah. like, Kate, does that, that's supposed to make it better? It yeah. made, made it fucking worse.
0: Like, yeah, she,
1: awful. She's like, she, I, wasn't, I wasn't making fun of you for having a shitty car and not belonging to a good enough gym. I was just using those as examples of why we weren't a good match.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that was great. Yeah. I and, I, I'm so glad that, that he came out on top of that one. Um, so sure. as we I, – I don't know if, if, if there's any other news of Bachelor of Paradise, but we saw – we got kind of our first look-see at, uh, at Bachelor. I'm guessing that starts the first of the year, or I hope so. I hope we got a month off of this whole thing. Um, Usually it's the first Monday in January, but for the first time in
3: 15 years um, – it's not going to be the first Monday. It's going to be January 23rd. Oh,
1: thank God. Oh, even thank better. Thank God. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, uh, Zach, uh, probably the whitest, uh the widest contestant we've ever had, very Orange County, uh, Anaheim no Hills to that. And um is there are, are you like are you, you know, neck deep in in all of the contestants of that season and um, without giving me any spoilers, because I don't want to know. Is, has there been any drama in that so far?
3: Um, I don't know who the winner is yet. I know who the final four are, and the final three. Of course so you do. I'm down to the final three. Filming ended last Saturday or Sunday, so it'll take me a little bit to get it. Um, there, yeah. Clearly, there's drama. Um, you know, Putty is on one of the early group dates because. Of course you're going to put putty from Seinfeld and you know his uncle on the yeah. show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um we've got Oh, by saw, the way, Steve, hold on a second. Hold on a second. If if you, if if you go back to that tease, Yeah. Don't they have Victoria on camera? Yeah. Isn't is Victoria not saying something in the next Bachelor season on camera? She's
3: the first group date of the season. They have three alumni that come back. Oh, and okay. And judge.
1: I fucking hate it when her, they do that. Caitlin. It's her,
3: Courtney Robertson, and Tazwan. And Tazwan ends up on the night portion of the group date, basically crashing it, which they show as well in that wow. preview, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to get on as a contestant. And Zach, I think, shuts it down. Yeah. She definitely doesn't go on a contestant, but she tries to. So that night. T-
1: typical producers, programmed stunt bullshit yeah. that they're going to um, act like is something and use as a cliffhanger for the next episode.
3: But um Victoria is just a, a judge on that date, and I think that that clip of her is just talking about how Tazwan is interested in Zach or something. And then um, drama wise uh, trying to think of, uh,
2: of what else um, I mean nothing nothing uh,
1: scandalous that's gonna ruin people's lives. Zach's so boring. it's gonna it's least, gonna be a typical season.
3: At least, not that I know yet. No, I haven't. I haven't dug up anything on any of the women that's been, you know, hugely like. Oh shit, we're gonna have to deal with. There was one girl, but she never made the. You know, because remember when they they released the cast, and then there's usually, on on the on the Bachelor Facebook page. I hate uh, that shit. Three days before filming starts, mm-hmm. and um, there's usually two or three that don't end up making the final cast, and. One of them didn't make it probably because of what I was able to uncover, which was um, she had a tweet from Uh 2015 or 2016, where she had a very awful take on the Brock Turner case, Uh the Stanford swimmer that (laughs) raped that woman behind a dumpster. And she basically sided with Brock Turner, giving the whole, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't be so drunk. Yeah. And, you know, I was just like, okay. Um, so so I'm sure that's the reason she didn't get cast. Because she did, like, literally two days later when she wasn't on the show and filming had begun, she did release a um, an apology tweet about that was six years ago. I've learned so much since then. You know, one of those. yeah. But, um, yeah. You know, I mean, it, you know, look, that's something where it's like, if, it, if it's a political stance or whatever, you could probably get away with it. But when you're a female and you're anti woman and you're blaming the woman for getting raped behind a dumpster at a frat party, you're there's no way that show could have put her on the air. She would have been no, public yeah. enemy number one. And it would have every it would have drawn attention away from, yeah, their season because she would have been the people that she would have been who people are talking about because of her horrible tweet from 2016. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. So that that was drama, but she's not on the show, so we're never going to see her. So we don't have to worry about that anymore. Yep. But yeah, I, I'll take full credit for her not getting cast.
1: <laughs> of course, of course.
3: <laughs> um, I'm trying. To, yeah, nothing else. Not, at least that I've heard yet. No. So we got till January 23rd. We got a good nine weeks before oh, that's nice. season starts. That's so nice. It gives you nine weeks weird. to watch seasons four and five.
2: Of Cobra Of
1: course. Cut. No, I'm going to get on that tonight. <laughs> uh, geez, hey, by the, the way, yes.
2: Uh, the um, so. I think you you did kind of address this, but like when you say that Nick Vile's oh. and his girlfriend and everything, but
1: didn't Nick Vile have a scoop or something in in this in this process oh, with Victoria? And that means it's a that that means it's leaked by production, right? Because because Nick Vile's in tight with them, like he doesn't. I think, I think he serves happened, think, at their
3: whim. I think the incident you're you're talking about is I think it was the night that they re, that they um, filmed that reunion mm-hmm. a. A, um, a group of people, I guess the cool people in the clique, went back because, you know, they film in L.A. They went back to Nick Vile's house and partied that night. And Greg <laughs> and Victoria were sitting at the table together and they were clearly together. And I think either Nick or his girlfriend on their TikTok did like a pan of the room. Uh-huh. And you could clearly see that Victoria and Greg were together when we hadn't even seen her and Johnny break up on screen yet. So, but the Italy stuff, her trip to Italy had already been spoiled by me. So I don't, I don't know why Nick's getting any credit for spoil. I had already, <laughs> no, I'm taking full credit for spoiling that he just <laughs> did it because he was a, he's a person involved with the show that actually had something on his own social media that gave something away. But no, the, the Italy trip was spoiled by me and a couple other places beforehand.
2: When, so, when Jesse says, uh, online rumor just kind of in in general like how much of a shock will it be to the system or it it never will happen but what if he was like you know what reality steve uh reported in mid-september that uh you know there were pictures of you in italy like do you how shocking would that be it It, it would be great i'd love it they'll they'll never
3: do it in a million years but you know they did i mean the whole thing at the uh, the whole thing with Nate at the at the Mentel all this year for Gabby and Rachel was hey Nate rumors out there that a girl came forward and you know that whole thing right? where i where i took that girl's um yeah. 34 picture google google doc that she sent me to to uh, show everybody her relationship <laughs> with Nate and they had to bring it up at the Mentel all cuz i had put it out there i think 2 or 3 days before that filming but again it was just like you know, there are rumors out there. It's like, first off, it's not a rumor. It's it's, it's a fact. Like, I hate the fact that they just were, used the word rumor because it's not a rumor. <laughs> the right, rumor, right. rumor is you heard something. It's not a rumor when you literally have pictures with another girl that are posted online and a timeline showing that you were literally with her and you never told her you had a daughter. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I oh, think yeah, Bechner... great. I mean, that's basically what he's saying is Reality Steve's reporting it, but I'm not going to say Reality Of course
2: TV. not. No, I or think Beckner is more surprised that uh, it was a woman who came forward as <laughs> having a relationship with Nate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: didn't, didn't, didn't you peg him as he, being? Well, he was he was very fancy. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> very put together. Uh, okay, anything else, Jason? I I
2: need to give uh, Steve credit and, uh, you know, maybe on the list, on the listen back, I'll hear something different, but I have to give him credit for, uh, editing himself on the word fucking, but then just saying cunt. He said, (laughs) you know, he did, he did call her an effing cunt.
3: The the first time I, the first time I brought it up, I just said fucking cunt. And then the second time I said effing.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, You know, it was bleeped, but I assumed, you know, it had it had a C word. I'm glad Reality Steve was able to spoil that for us as well.
3: I mean, that's her, that's her whole argument. She, the, her, the first thing she posted after the finale aired on Tuesday night on her Instagram story was basically like I had every right to leave that relationship when my fiance calls me a fucking cunt. Yeah, that was all yeah. she wrote. That was just the words on her Instagram story. Yeah. So that's that's her story, and she's sticking to it. And I'm just like, and you know, Nick, uh, you know, Nick Vile's take on the whole Victoria and Johnny thing. One is biased because his girlfriend is best friends with Victoria, so he's not yeah. going to give any sort of objective view. But his thing is Johnny said this to Victoria, so she has every right to handle the relationship how she wants after that happens. And it's just like, okay, Nick. I get that you're saying that, but you're only saying that, and you know this because why? Oh, because Victoria told yeah. you. Okay, well, sorry, that's not in, in 2022. You kind of need to provide evidence. Yep. You kind of need to provide receipts of stuff because anybody can come out and say, "Oh, this person called me this," yep. or "This person called me an N word," or whatever. Or, you know, give me a racial slur. Yep. It's just like, okay, well, I. You don't want to say, "I sorry, I don't believe you," but you can't immediately just believe them because there's no proof. Yes, and. Considering, you know, considering Victoria's reputation and the other thing that she accused yep. um, Johnny of, which he clearly said and put in a different context, that was very believable. How do we know
1: he called her that? Yes. You know, and what, and con- context, like, did he yes. say it in a fit kind of
3: rage? How did he say this to you? Yes. No?
1: Much like the cooking and cleaning context is important. Maybe he was using it in the British sense. Where hey you fucking cunt ah you are being a huge fucking cunt over here look at this cunt you know it's a term of endearment <laughs> I, didn't,
3: I didn't even know it was a term of endearment in, uh, in yes
1: yes in England. in in, in, the, in the in jolly old England it's that's what you call your buddies bunch of ah look at this bunch of cunts over here uh, okay I I say we wrap it up there we'll get we'll we'll jump on the we have a lot of time now so we don't that we're out of the bachelor world for a while we can. Catch up on Cobra Kai and reconvene with Reality Steve there. Uh, we, we all, we're we always happy to have you on the show, Steve. You are uh, just a fountain of information. You're the best in the world at what you do. You're the foremost expert, and we're lucky to have you. Thank you for coming. Jason.
3: Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh,
1: Jason, fantastic work this season as always. You are the glue that holds this show together i can barely watch i watch it a lot on fast forward i i get a lot of my details on the bachelor from you you are the only person i could ever do this show with i thank you very much for your contribution oh that's nice pal thank you yes for for jason for special guest reality steve my name is brian beckner this has been the bachelor lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com we, we will see you next time. with
0: your third or fourth girl of a week. We're making a connection and falling in love. We chill in the mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in inLA and then we travel the world. We toast some champagne, we got thirty two girls who get some hometown and who's the most hated? who had the best date and who's getting eliminated. We always speculating like you wouldn't believe, but I cheated love going to reality see so it's the patch of lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we live in. Bachelor lifestyle we live in it. It's the ball of lifestyle. lifestyle It's the bachelor lifestyle we live in it. It's the ball of lifestyle we live in it. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living it. in it. It's the ball of lifestyle it's the ball of lifestyle.